You're listening to Tech Thursday on West Liberty 102 FM. Hello there and you welcome to Tech Thursday. This is Patrick Sheehan. I'll be with you for the next hour or so looking at all the latest in tech. Uh, as always, if you have any questions, you can send them to 69 uh, with a phone call or you can text or WhatsApp 0871669800 or you can email patrick102fm at gmail.com and uh, that's probably the best place to send me any questions. In today's show, I'm going to be looking at all the different stories in tech. There might be a bit of entertainment mixed in and everything else in between. Um, so to start off with, we have an Irish uh, tech news story. And this is Dublin City Council and OpenAI announce a partnership to show the potential of AI to support Europe's tourism industry. Uh, so Dublin City County Council and uh, OpenAI have announced a partnership that leverages the power of artificial intelligence to support Europe's tourism industry. Uh, this collaboration comes as Dublin proudly accepts the title of European Capital of Smart Tourism for 2024, underscoring the city's commitment to innovation and tourism. Um, the partnership aims to set a new standard for smart tourism innovation across Europe, showcasing the potential for AI to enhance the visitor experience. Key initiatives include uh, co-developing of a Dublin itinerary plan Planner Proof of Concept, a day in Dublin, leveraging the advanced capabilities of GPT-4. This innovative tool will showcase how bespoke travel recommendations can make Dublin's rich cul cultural heritage and vibrant city life more accessible to visitors. Uh, this prototype has been designed to show the potential of generative AI to support unique bespoke experiences for visitors instead of generic to-do lists. So I suppose if you're... Uh, an American that's into fishing and you like to eat steak and drink uh, beer or whatever, it might show you, you know, uh, a, a lake where you can go fishing in Dublin, in the Dublin area and uh, the 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 Guinness storehouse and, you know, whatever, show, show you the things you'd be interested in maybe. So I suppose it makes a bit of sense if it's well done. Um, supporting tourism across Europe, a hands-on workshop will be held for leaders of smart tourism destinations across the EU uh, this September. Uh, it'll be held in Dublin. The session will explore how AI can uh, be utilised in various aspects of tourism, including city promotion, destination branding, tourism engagement and itinerary planning. Uh, Lord Mayor of Dublin, Dahi de Rusty, uh, said, We are delighted to partner with OpenAI to support Dublin and European cities to realise the potential of um, AI to transform tourism experiences and offerings. Uh, through our EU capital of smart tourism designation, we also look forward to welcoming city destination leaders uh, to Dublin in September for a unique uh, AI and tourism mentoring workshop to support their new programmes. OpenAI's Vice President of Global Affairs, Anna McAnjou, said that OpenAI is excited to collaborate with the City of Dublin to support the future of tourism in Europe. Uh, their advanced AI technologies, including GPT-4, have the potential to revolutionise how people explore and experience destinations, and that they look forward to working together to create innovative solutions that will um, benefit visitors and cities alike. So it'll be interesting to see how it works out, but uh, that is the way that things are going. So it's good that um, it's good that they're uh, following the the kind of the current trend anyway, and the way things are going. So 
Infineon Technologies announces uh, over 100 new jobs in Ireland. Infineon Technologies AG has announced plans to significantly expand its research and development presence in Ireland uh, within the next four years by over 100 new jobs in the Cork and Dublin sites. Uh, the jobs, all highly skilled engineering positions, will be split evenly between Dublin and Cork. Uh, they have R&D sites and the company will bring the total workforce of Infineon in Ireland to over 300. Tánaiste uh, Foreign Affairs Minister uh, for Defence Michal Martin said, I'm pleased to welcome Infineon Technologies' significant expansion of its research and development presence to Ireland. Uh, this announcement uh, uh, underscores Ireland's reputation as a global hub for innovation and technology and will have a positive impact on the communities of Dublin and Cork. The creation of over 100 highly skilled engineering positions across both locations reflects the confidence Infineon has in our talented workforce and supportive business environment. Uh, so that's good. Uh, some new jobs. Bring some of them to Limerick as well, if you don't mind. An Irish-founded body cam company, Halo, raises uh, 20 million. A startup led by Stripe former head and internationalization and global sales Fiona Stanley is a body cam leasing specialist. Um, Halo Technologies, an Irish founded company that provides body camera technology via subscription based pricing model, has raised $20 million, 18.4 million euro in a new series of funding rounds. I thought the euro was more valuable than the dollar. It seems $20 million now is only 18 million euro. So the dollar has passed out the euro? Maybe. Uh, founded in Belfast in 2019, the company is now dual headquartered in Dublin and Austin, Texas. Uh, led by Fiona Stanley, who previously served as head of interna internationalization and global sales at Stripe. Halo is a body cam technology leasing specialist. It provides a unified solution to capture full HD video and audio footage that is live streamed to its digital asset management cloud platform. Once uploaded, videos can be searched, edited, categorized, or shared to meet the user's needs. Halo currently serves over 700 customers in 14 countries across private security, transport, retail services, and law enforcement sectors. Uh, the global market for body-worn camera technology is estimated at $10 billion in 2024 and is projected to reach $30 billion by 2030. Uh, we started Halo with a mission to fundamentally transform the safety and security sector and provide innovative technology that safeguards lives and businesses, says, said uh, Shanley. Uh, the investment will enable us to continue to scale globally. We plan to invest in further innovation of our product, ensuring that we stay at the forefront of our industry and continuously meet the evolving needs of our customers. Uh, so and that's something that's coming in here now as well, isn't it? It's been tested. Body cams have been tested in a couple of different counties. We had that uh, a few weeks ago in Tech Thursday. Uh, Meta accused of massive illegal data processing by European consumer groups. Uh, this is L CNN London. European consumer rights groups have accused Meta, the owner of Facebook and Instagram, of carrying out a massive and illegal operation of collecting data from hundreds of millions of users in the region. Uh, the European Consumer Organization, an umbrella body for 45 consumer groups, says eight of the groups were filing complaints with their respective national data protection authorities on Thursday. The groups claim that Meta collects an unnecessary amount of information on its users such as data used to infer their sexual orientation, emotional state, or even their susceptibility to addiction. 
which they are unable to freely consent to. The company's practices, groups argue, breaches part of the European Union's signature data uh, privacy law, the General Data Protection Regulator, or GDPR. uh, with its illegal practices, Meta fuels the surveillance-based ad system, which tracks consumers online and gathers uh, vast amounts of personal data for the purpose of showing them adverts, uh, the, the Buk said in a statement, B-E-U-C. Uh, Meta disputes the allegations. We take our regulatory obligations extremely seriously and we are confident that our approach complies with GDPR, a company spokesperson said in a statement. Since 2019, we've overhauled privacy at Meta. We've held accountability um, uh, for protecting people's privacy by regulators, policymakers and experts. Uh, We work with them to ensure that we build uh, what we build follows best practices and meets high standards for data protection, said a spokesperson. Uh, Thursday's complaints will potentially expose the company for years. The subject of intense regulatory scrutiny in Europe uh, uh, to yet more legal action. Uh, last May, EU regulators fined the tech giant a record-breaking 1.2 billion dollar or euros, uh, 1.3 billion uh, dollars. Uh, so it's <laughs> the dollars has changed around now. So that must have been a misprint because now 1.2 billion euro is 1.3 billion dollars. So the the euro is more valuable again. So I don't know what's going on there, but that was a misprint, I guess, uh, in the in the article. Um, for violating GDPR rules by transferring the personal data of Facebook users to servers in the US. Uh, according to the European Data Protection Board, the fine is still the biggest ever levied under the law, which was applied in the EU in 2018. But of course, from the beginning, that's been their business. It's not been about helping people to communicate and stuff with each other. That's a minor part of the business, but that, that's not the money-making part of the business. The money-making part of the business is... Uh, is uh, selling people's data and getting ad running ads off of it and things like that, or well, not exactly selling people's data, but using people's data to sell advertisers um, pointed ad ads, you know, and getting a higher hit rate of actually earning money from their advertising and things like that because it's aimed they they know the people that they're sending the ads to, so that's what they use. If they see me putting up videos of uh, we talked about earlier fishing or something like that didn't they if they they, they advertise the new uh, Shakespeare fishing rod to me uh, I might be more inclined to buy it than than to send it to somebody that has no interest in it so uh, that's what the, that's what all their money came from uh, X adds live video to spaces instead of bringing back Periscope uh, formerly a live audio feature now spaces will let host turn on video during chat sessions also uh, Spaces, the live audio feature for X, is now letting hosts turn on their video chat during sessions. Uh, the platform, uh, formerly known as Twitter, announced the, the news on Wednesday as owner and CTO Elon Musk reposted a walkthrough from a username, Doge Designer. Uh, Spaces, used, uh, Spaces users will notice a new option to enable video. Uh, when they first create a new Spaces session. Hosts can opt for either their phone's front or back facing cameras, as well as either a landscape or vertical view of their video feed. Uh, The video Spaces are available on iOS version of the X app, but we haven't seen them available on Android or uh, on the web yet. Uh, Multiple users reported significant lag 
while trying the feature so far. So uh, they're trying out a new feature. We'll have to see how that goes for them. A team on The Apprentice in the UK has achieved the largest winning sum in the show's 18 series history. Uh, the winning side on this week's programme shattered the previous record of £1.2 million. Pounds. Uh, the full amount won't be disclosed until the episode airs later this week. So I haven't, I haven't watched much of The Apprentice uh, ever. Uh, but I get, I get the concept of it. I've seen a few comedy clips out of it <laughs> where people were, uh, were messing around. A group aiming to decarbonise Ireland's home heating systems say more people will get on board with biofuels uh, than costly retrofitting schemes. Uh, the Alliance for Zero Carbon Heating say we need to act now to ensure we meet our climate targets by the end of the decade. Yesterday, the EPA found fewer people support measures like a ban on fossil fuels for home heating than they did in 2021. Um, uh, Alliance Chairperson Kevin McPartland says those people can be won over if you give them a credible alternative. We don't think this is a permanent solution. We don't think this is the ultimate way that we're going to solve the problem of decarbonizing heating but we do think that it has an immediate role right now it's cheap it's quick it's available and there is no reason why we should be avoiding it right now and yet government doesn't offer any support well it's a good you know there are good alternatives like hydrogen powered cars you know i'd be a lot more if there was both were on the go say um full electric cars and hydrogen cars um, you know, both are clean, both are environmentally friendly. I definitely go for hydrogen if the infrastructure was there, because you can fill up pretty much as quick as petrol. Um, the the you know you can get you know your full mileage that you would from a petrol or diesel car, but it's clean to run and things like that. But they say it's not uh, efficient enough to produce or something like that. But um, it's kind of similar in some ways with the the home heating. I was listening to people talking about it, the, the electric conversions to the kind of heat pumps, um, that the, the potential flaw with those is the house itself. You know, say if you have an older house, a house um, that doesn't keep its heat very well, if the, you know, if it's an old, old kind of bricks are not properly insulated and things like that, that it can, it can run very expensive, that it doesn't, it doesn't work very efficiently. And um, you really have to have your house properly insulated and everything. Whereas, I suppose, if there was a biofuel that you could swap out your oil for this biofuel that burns clean and was renewable resource, like ethanol or something like that, that's, that's, a, that's a form of alcohol, or like um, those cars that they, they, <laughs> they convert to burn off of or to, to run off of like um, recycled uh, oil from restaurants and stuff like that like the the deep deep fat oil that they they get filtered down you know 10 times and then they use it uh, to to drive cars with so that it's a way of recycling the old oil uh, things like that kind of renewable oil i suppose is also a good alternative uh, if they burn clean as well that's another thing as well of course but of course you know electricity and, and electric cars and everything else will continually be made more efficient and uh, with new technologies like graphene and things like that being being uh, get, getting more efficient and being used in new new forms being used uh, hopefully in years to come we'll have batteries that will you know last uh, as Elon Musk said a few years ago a million miles and will charge up in in a 
you know, faster than it takes to, to fill a petrol tank. And they will, you know, you can drive around for a couple of days or, you know, you can do a thousand miles or a thousand kilometers on one charge. And, you know, that, you know, though these days are coming in the future because the technology keeps improving and, and um, hopefully there's there's good times ahead. We were talking about um, AI earlier on, but there's another story now about um, Irish businesses and that they're falling behind multinationals when it comes to embracing artificial intelligence. A report on generative AI by Trinity College and Microsoft Ireland shows global firms use 30% more AI tech than indigenous Irish companies. Across the board, 49% of organisations are using some form of the technology. Microsoft Ireland's Kieran McCarrie says late adapters are missing out. It's a technology that is as disruptive, as transformative as the printing press in terms of its ability to make information available if organisations aren't using the technology they're putting them themselves at a at a disadvantage they're not able to innovate at the same pace as those customers that are using the technology yeah it's definitely worth trying in different things even here at the station you know i was um trying out generative um music generation you know uh making adverts and things like that you know you need a background music so i tried it out yesterday you know uh, um i forget the name of which one i was using but i just googled um um you know a generative ai music or something like that and it was a free one that popped up and i was just trying it out um asking for like a 30 second clip that faded in and out and you know synth pop uh, or something like that and uh, it came up you know it, it generated a f- few different ones and you can adjust them and things like that so it does work it didn't sound great you know as the as a proper commercial commercially made um music for advertising but it uh you know i'm sure as these things keep improving it will uh but you know we've we've definitely uh, tried them uh uh norbert's show um, had he had a kind of a an ongoing uh, series where he interviewed AI and kind of talked uh, a- asked it about history and things like that. So it was a kind of an educational tool as well. And uh, so there's definitely um, we're definitely trying our best as well to 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 keep up with the times, as they say. Um, today is the 29th of February, and it is known as the day when women can propose to men. Irish folklore says St. Bridget met St. Patrick and asked him to allow women to pop the question to their partners. He granted permission for it to happen every seven years, but Bridget uh, bargained him down (laughs) to every four years uh, when there was a leap day. Adding an extra day uh, to the year is to align the calendar properly with the Earth's orbit. Uh, so that's <laughs> that's that's uh, very interesting. So uh, any men out there now, you might get a surprise when you go home tonight. Uh, you might you might get uh, pop the question. Uh, the temperature in the U.S. state of Wisconsin went from hot summer's day to a freezing winter in just 24 hours on Tuesday. The mercury plummeted by more than 30 degrees Celsius. It started at 21.1 in Madison and ended up at minus 11, bringing ice and snow. Meteorologist think thinks the swing may have broken records. That's absolutely crazy. I've heard before people talking about like New Zealand and things like that, where you can be on top of a mountain skiing and then drive a couple of hours or drive an hour or something down, and you can be on the beach, you know, within within uh, two hours, we'll say. Uh, so it has a, an amazing variety of weather or something like that. But um, 
I've never heard of the same place uh, within one day going from from warm to freezing. So yeah, that's that's a pretty big swing. Uh, Google CEO tells employees Gemini AI blunder was unacceptable. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Google CEO Sundar Pichai said in a memo that the company is working around the clock on a fix for its artificial intelligence image generator tool. Pichai also said that the company is launching new processors for AI product launches. Um, in a memo on Tuesday evening, Google CEO Sundar Pichai addressed the company's artificial intelligence mistakes, which led to Google's taking its Gemini image generation feature offline for further testing. Pachai called the issues problematic and said they have offended our users and shown bias. Um, the news was first, first reported by Semaphore. Uh, Google introduced the image generator uh, earlier this month through Gemini and the company's main group of AI models. The tool allowed users to enter prompts to create an image. Over the past week, users discovered uh, historical inaccuracies more than just historical as well, that went viral online and the company pulled the feature. Uh, last week, it would relaunch, saying it would relaunch in the coming weeks. I know it ha uh, some of its responses have offered our users uh, shown bias. To be clear, that's uh, completely unacceptable and we got it wrong. Yeah, so if you asked it to show a picture of the founding fathers in the US as one that was notable, notable it showed... Uh, multiple like black people and things like that as the founding fathers even nazis they asked to show nazis and it was shown so it's kind of had this um like a diversity uh programming uh put into it and uh it kind of they turned it up to 11 so it wouldn't show it wouldn't it, it was shown even as far as historical figures it was showing uh people of different uh ethnic origins where they weren't you know uh, they were asking for like ancient Vikings from Sweden or something and it was showing, you know, Asian and black people and things like that and no white people that kind of way. So it was, you know, I suppose they were trying to balance things out where they went, they went over the top where it should just show uh, an accurate, you know, just use stats and use, you know, the, the, the law of averages or whatever uh, to, to give to give uh, answers to that, you know, or, or ask, give what the person actually asked for, you know. But they weren't, they were trying to, I suppose, um, uh, on the political side of things, they were trying to be overly left-wing and overly kind of uh, signaling virtue and showing that they were doing the right thing, but went uh, over the top altogether on it. So I suppose, yeah, it is important uh, as the... CEO himself said the not to be showing bias, you know, to be just uh, a tool that does exactly, you know, as the statistics or as the, the facts and figures show. And that's it, I suppose. Uh, because anything else is being biased and inaccurate and, you know, can be, that can lead down very, very bad paths. Uh, so... Uh, the debt of Project Titan. Bloomberg reported yesterday that after a decade of investment, Apple has decided to kill its Apple car project, um, nicknamed Project Titan. Many of the nearly 2,000 employees who made up the Apple car team will be transferred to Apple's artificial intelligence team instead, underscoring the company's increasing uh, behind-closed-doors focus on perfecting and shipping its own brand of generative AI. Uh, Apple did not respond to the street's request for comment regarding the report. 
Uh, the move disappointed both Deepwater's Gene Munster and Webbush's Dan Ives, who called the decision another black eye for the electric vehicle industry that underscores Tesla's dominance of the sector. So, yeah, it's it's very, very difficult to make a car uh, that does what you want it to do while also meeting regulations and trying to meet regulations when it comes to self-driving and things like that. Uh, there's tons and tons of regulations and, uh, you know, they said the, the easiest thing to do is make a production or is make um, a test car, a show car. Uh, the most difficult thing to do is is go into production and actually start making it for the public and passing regulations and everything. There's thousands and thousands of regulations. The height that the, the headlights can be and, the you know, everything, absolutely everything is is um, regulated to law. And I suppose for safety reasons, it's, you know, the that's how things worked. Uh, you know, that's how things should work is that uh, lessons have been learned from accidents and lawsuits and um, different car companies trying different things and, you know, new safety features being introduced by the likes of Volvo and different companies over the years um, and those being implemented. So, um, you know, they're there for a reason, but it's not easy for a company like Apple to just come on, even if they have kind of almost endless amounts of money. Um it's still not easy to to get a car from from concept to to actually in people's front drives. While for Apple, automotive uh, is bigger long-term revenue opportunity because of generative AI. The decision to move on from Titan does have the benefit uh, because does have a benefit because it will increase the company's urgency to do something profound in generative AI. Uh, this is a po- is positive for Tesla. I've long believed Apple was Tesla's biggest long-term U.S. competitor. Uh, So it takes some of the future pressure possibly off of Tesla. Uh, Google is paying publishers to test unreleased AI tool. As questions and concerns of the copyright infringement seemingly uh, integral to generative AI uh, continue to plague the industry, Google, according to Adweek, is paying news publishers to beta test a private uh, generative AI platform. Google did not immediately respond to the street's request for comment. The program, which pays publishers a monthly uh, stipend uh, that amounts to a five-figure annual payment, requires publishers to use the platform to publish three articles a day, one newsletter each, and one marketing campaign per month for 12 months. It's unclear which publishers and how many of them are participating in the program. So they're testing if it can generate um, articles without being, um, without being, uh, you know, without people realizing that it's generative AI. Uh, that you know, that's a very interesting. Uh, the program, according to a report, uh, functions essentially as an AI-powered aggregator. Publishes using the program programs, lists, and websites of other news organizations that publish relevant content. Whenever one of those websites publishes an article, the article appears on the program's dashboard where it then is then reworked by generative AI tool. That's kind of what happens in news anyway. Um, a lot of newspapers or, or TV news or radio news are just getting news from somewhere else, uh, re re uh, changing it around, or maybe adding on or taking out something, and then putting it out themselves. Or just you know, uh, that that's what it's all about. That's why sometimes if uh, it's it's ver- uh, that's why it is very important to make sure 
uh, you get your stories correct because if one newspaper, for example, makes a mistake or says something that's not true and that story is picked up by another newspaper or a TV uh, show or a TV news program or something like that and is repeated and it gets spread around the place before it's realized or before the, the, the person that was lied about highlights the fact that it's not. And at that stage, then it's probably too late. Uh, so this the fact that AI is doing the same kind of thing, they're just seeing can can AI do what the other what what's already being done, but just uh, do it without having to pay somebody to do it. Uh, the external websites whose content is being scraped were not asked their permission. Likewise, the AI produced uh, aggregate ar- articles are not required to be labeled as being produced using generative AI tools. Maybe that's something that should be brought in. That if something is is AI generated, it should be marked as so, or there should be some kind of rule that it's marked as so. Uh, in partnership with news publishers, especially smaller publishers, uh, we're in the early stages of exploring ideas to potentially provide AI-enabled tools to help journalists with their work. A Google representative told Adweek, uh, "These tools are not intended to and cannot replace the essential role journalists uh, have in reporting, uh, creating, and fact-checking their articles." So. Yeah, it's just more AI uh, in all parts of our life. Uh, Recruitment and retention of staff is still one of the biggest problems facing businesses on the island of Ireland. Uh, The latest business monitor from Intertrade Ireland shows 42% of small and medium enterprises want to take on employees in the next six months. However, with full employment north and south of the border, Director of Strategy Martin Robinson says firms are going the extra mile to attract talent. In this quarter, though, we've seen more businesses saying that they are taking action through additional promotional activity to encourage recruitment, but also in upskilling and training in-house staff. So I think those are important actions that businesses can take that will help ease those pressures. It seems to be very regional as well, these things. You know, some areas are seem to be very prosperous at the moment, you know. Uh, I was driving through the likes of Galway and things like that, and some parts of that seems to be doing very well. And in other parts, you go into towns and half the the shops and pubs and things like that are closed down and shuttered up. So it's very strange that uh, the the parts, some parts of the country are doing much better than others. Some parts can't get enough staff, and other parts then people can't get jobs. So it's it's strange. Uh, Sonos Microsystems unveils latest ultrasound tech. Sonos Microsystems has unveiled its latest ultrasound technology, delivering remote diagnostic imaging without the need to go to a clinic or hospital. The company has raised more than $3 million to date. LVD Capital led the most recent financing in their $2.1 million pre-seed round, with participation from notable angel investors and early-stage funds. Uh, the company is developing and commercializing an ultrasound technology that utilizes polymer MEMS sensors uh, to send and receive ultrasonic waves. Their transducers are empowered um, by the innovative Poly CMUT technology, stands for polymer based. Uh, capacitive micro-machined ultrasound tra- transducers. That's an easy one to remember. Uh, the company, or uh, the method of manufacturing ultrasonic transducer arrays involves crafting thousands of vibrating micro-drums on different uh, types of substrate. The, the poly CMUT uh, offer 
of enhanced uh, imaging capabilities and new standards of di diagnostic and material testing. I have no idea what uh, any of that means. <laughs> it's, it's, okay, it's a new type of uh, remote technology that can uh, that can do um, ultrasounds. Uh, Dr. Hani Eskandari, CEO and president of Sonos Microsystems, said, we are uniquely positioned with over 100 years of ultrasound domain expertise to deliver our cutting-edge customizable ultrasound applications powered by AI di diagnosis. Okay, so it's using AI as well. The company specializes in manufacturing ultrasound transducers tailored for three distinct use cases. Disposable and miniature transducers ideal for applica applications demanding high quality imaging in limited spaces. Flexible and cost efficient wearable transducers that unlock various healthcare monitoring and screening applications. So, it's a wearable that can that can perform ultrasounds. Okay. And large matrix array transducers offering operator uh, independent ultrasound imaging for remote monitoring and screening across uh, diverse use cases. Sonos novel matrix technology is paving the way for accessible AI powered patches that automate ultrasound scanning and measurement and unlock affordable monitoring and screening of patients. Okay, so that's it. It's kind of portable portable uh, sc uh, ultrasound scanning so that's, that's and, and wearable technology and things like that so that's that's very cool very cool innovation uh, let's see what's up next uh, this diy airpods max mod means you can stop waiting for a usb-c upgrade engineer kin uh, pillanel is back with a mod that converts apple's four-year-old headphones from lightning to usb-c for airpods max owners engineer kin pillanel uh, has beaten Apple to the punch by swapping the four-year-old headphones from a lightning port to a USB-C USB port. In a new video posted on YouTube, uh, so it's AirPods Max, I'm looking at the link for the YouTube video, or the, the, the video itself, the thumbnail, and it says AirPods Max 2 before Apple um, is the, the name that's on it there. Uh, so it's swapping the four-year-old headphones from Lightning to port to USB-C in a new video posted on YouTube. Sorry, he shows how to install his custom-printed circuit board uh, PCB with USB-C support without drilling any new holes, as well as how he designed it to fit comfortably inside the headset. Uh, he made the board available for purchase on his website for around $45, along with detailed installation instructions. If you feel brave enough to mod the 549 headset, of course, uh, Pillanel also considered adding uh, support for USB-C audio, uh, but dropped that idea after finding you'd need an extra chip to make it happen, which would make the mod more expensive. Uh, he has been behind numerous USB-C mods we've seen over the past few years for Apple products, including the iPhone, AirPods and AirPods Pro. Uh, since then, Apple has added USB-C to the iPhone 15 and the second generation AirPods Pro. Uh, so he may not have many options left unless he wants to give the Vision Pro's battery cable a try. <laughs> he probably will. Uh, last year, Bloomberg's Mark Gurman reported that Apple is preparing to launch a new version of its AirPods Max with USB-C. SBC and a new a new color options sometime this year although the rumors don't detail other major technical changes to the airpods max aside from an upgraded h2 chip the headphones will hopefully come with support for lossless audio yeah they're they're incredibly expensive 
and they're kind of they don't fold properly and the case that comes with them is ridiculous now but you can get um you can get a proper hard case for them which makes it a lot better but um the case that comes with them might as well just be a bag you might as well just give a cloth bag because it's like a it doesn't really protect them at all uh, nintendo sues switch emulator uzi for facilitating piracy at a colossal scale um, if you've ever seen a Steam Deck playing the Legend of Zelda game, chances are you are seeing the Yuzu emulator at work. Yuzu, sorry, emulator at work. Uh, now Nintendo has sued the developers of Yuzu in federal court with the intent of squashing Yuzu for good. In the lawsuit spotted by Stephen Tortillo, uh, Nintendo alleges that Yuzu violates the anti-circumvention uh, and anti-trafficking provisions of the Digital Millennium Copyright Act as well as accusing the creators of copyright infringement. It alleges Yuzu is primarily designed to circumvent uh, several layers of Nintendo Switch encryption so its users can play copyrighted Nintendo games. Uh, the company not only the company is not only asking for the courts to stop Yuzu in its tracks with a permanent injunction, it also wants to take away its domain names, URLs, chat rooms, and social media presence. Uh, hand Yuzu dash emu.org over to nintendo and even seize and destroy its hard drives to help wipe wipe out the emulator oh and the nintendo wants and, and nintendo wants a lot of money in damages as well aren't emulators legal well yes and no while there is a legal precedent that suggests it's okay to reverse engineer a console and develop an emulator that uses none of the company's source code uh, those cases are roughly a quarter of a century old or more it gets trickier when you're talking about multiple layers of modern encryption and the copyrighted uh, BIOSes uh, that Yuzu and other modern emulators require to run. The Dolphin emulator for Nintendo Wii and GameCube got in enough hot water to abandon its plan to launch on Steam. And when it was revealed that Dolphin ships with Nintendo Wii's common key to help circumvent the copyright protection on Wii games, uh, Dolphin maintains that includes uh, that the key is legal. And Nintendo doesn't allege that you, uh, Yuzu includes any such keys, though. Yuzu takes uh, a bring-your-own-bios approach, expecting users to either lift their own biases and keys off of a hacked Nintendo Switch using a loophole that Nintendo eliminated in newer models or more likely downloading a pirated one. So instead, uh, Nintendo's arguing that Yuzu is knowingly facilitating piracy at a colossal scale. As you see in the full complaint below, so this is on TheVerge.com if you want to see the full complaint and all that. And Nintendo suggests that Yuzu's facilitating that piracy in a myriad of ways, including providing detailed instructions on how to get it running with, with unlawful copies of Nintendo Switch games, testing thousands of official Nintendo Switch games to verify their compatibility and linking to websites that help users obtain and further distribute the product keys. Uh, Nintendo also says the developers have clearly extracted Nintendo Switch games themselves by bypassing encryption in order to test their own emulator. So yeah, there, there's a lot of those going on and there's a lot of, um, say, the older ones as well, the, the kind of consoles that aren't really around anymore. The older ones, see, this is a current, these are current games as well, but there's a lot of older ones. I've seen them over the years. Uh, you can get the... Uh, like a, a, a kind of a, an old version. It looks like an old version of a Nintendo from the 80s, but it has the, has built in like a thousand games built in. All the old um, 
say the newest might be like the likes of Sonic the Hedgehog and stuff like that and the oldest would be going back to Asteroids and, and all Double Dragon and all that kind of stuff uh, so it's all the older games but uh, there's a lot of those going around it doesn't seem to be as much uh, I don't hear as many stories about them going out but I suppose when it's brand new games and you know these are current games that the companies are trying to sell uh, if there if there's other ones doing emulators and and copying them and things like that uh, i suppose it's not it's not good for them when they're trying to run the company uh, it's rto for the gta 5 devs according to bloomberg rockstar will ask their employees to return to the office five days a week beginning in april in an email sent to employees john colby Head of publishing wrote, security and productivity were the main reasons for implementing RTO, uh, as well as the tangible benefits of in-office work. Security issues are indeed a concern for Rockstar, as it suffered a massive data breach in which hackers leaked early footage of GTA 6. But it's, but it's unlikely to hard sell convincing employees to return to the office full-time and could result in increased attrition. Uh, so... Yeah, they want to back to work because they're pushing now to get Gran Turismo or Gran Turismo, <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Six finished. And as we know, those games are absolutely massive uh, because they're whole worlds that they create. Uh, so, and I'm sure Six will be the biggest one ever. So, uh, they probably need their all their staff uh, at a hundred percent, and probably they want them in the office uh, to to build up this game because remote connections, I suppose, would be more um, tenuous than in house work uh, when it comes to security and things like that uh, TikTok is removing even more songs as music rights battles drag on uh, the most recent purge will affect all songs written or co-written by Universal Music Group artists uh, TikTok is now taking down all the songs written or co-written by artists signed to Universal Music Group as the platform's battle over music rights drags on. We are in the process of carrying out Universal Music Group's requirement to remove all songs and ha that have been written or co-written by a songwriter signed to Universal Music Publishing Group based on information they have provided. TikTok writes in a statement on its website. Their uh, actions not only affect the songwriters and artists that they represent, but now also impact many artists and songwriters not signed to Universal. On Tuesday, Variety reported that TikTok was set to lose even more UMG songs, but it wasn't clear how many would be affected. This will also impact artists who aren't signed to UMG, but have published uh, deals with the label, including Harry Styles, Steve Lacey and SZA, according to a report from Rolling Stone. Yeah, so... In, f in last February, TikTok began removing songs uh, from UMG's most popular artists, including Taylor Swift, Drake and uh, Olivia Rodrigo, after the two companies failed to renew their music licensing agreement. UMG claims TikTok tried to bully it into reaching an unfair deal and didn't address the label's concerns about AI generative music and artist compensation. The fallout has left many TikTok videos with UMG songs silent. Yeah, so that's... Uh the ongoing uh, back and forth between TikTok and Universal Music. Uh, Aston Martin's first electric car has been pushed back another year. Uh, Aston Martin boss Lawrence Stroll is probably focused on F1 at the moment, but he just revealed another delay in its plan to build an EV with the help of Lucid Motors. Well, that was their probably their first mistake going by NKBHD, some of his videos about Lucid and stuff that the 
they're not the best engineer, but they're early. It's an early early days for them, and uh, they're still they're still growing themselves. But um, I thought the the likes of Mate Rymac with Rymac who who made the Concept One, and uh, those supercars might be a better kind of partner to team up with. He is very very good uh, technology with kind of supercars in the Aston Martin kind of place but although they have a kind of an outline of the drawing of what they're planning and it looks kind of SUV looking so maybe they're making an S electric SUV uh, so maybe that's uh, why they're kind of more going with Rimac but be interesting to see how it works out but uh, it's been set back a year anyway uh, while the first uh, while its first plug-in hybrid EV is on track to enter production in 2024 the report says the company's first battery electric vehicle is now targeted for launch in 2026 automotive uh, news Europe report stroll uh, said that uh, there is much more driven demand for it to offer a plug-in hybrid right now uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of the supercar hybrids are more for performance than actually environmental uh, concerns. You know, what was it the McLaren P1 and there was a Ferrari? There's been a couple of hybrid supercars, but it's mostly just to make them a little bit faster to almost like work like a turbo or something, uh, you know, to give a little bit of extra power, or a smoother power band and... Uh, yeah, that's that rather than any environmental concerns. Uh, although you, I, a lot of them you can drive around at slow speeds, uh, similar to, to normal hybrids uh, on electric power. So they can work that way. You know, if they're if you're driving around Monaco or something, uh, you can drive on all electric if you want uh, for five miles or ten miles. <laughs> they don't have very big. Uh, a lot of the supercar hybrid supercars don't have a lot of. Um, a lot of uh, miles on the electric side of them. Uh, uh, that 10-year-old family group chat on WhatsApp just got easier to navigate on Android. Uh, the messaging app's search by date function is now rolling out to Android. Uh, uh, already available on iOS, WhatsApp web, and Mac desktops, uh, the feature lets, lets users jump to messages sent during a specific day. Uh, to use it, click on any chat or group chat select search and then tap on the calendar icon on the bottom right also i haven't tried that now yet so that's quite handy so you can search for a specific date by clicking on the calendar when you're searching in your whatsapp messages i don't know if you need to update the app first for for to be able to do that but uh, i'll check that later uh, alibaba cloud slashes prices uh, by as much as 55 percent um, to fuel ai growth in china uh, so Alibaba Cloud on Thursday said it was cutting prices across more than 100 core public cl cloud products to make cloud computing more accessible um, in the AI boom. As the biggest cloud service provider in China and, and APAC, uh, we see tremendous growth prospects of China digital markets, said Liu uh, Wei Gang, uh, president and public cloud uh, of public cloud business at Alibaba Cloud Intelligence. So... That's a bit of news on Alibaba, and we're pretty much done now. Uh, the Department of Foreign Affairs says it's investigating a potential cybersecurity breach. It was notified about the incident by Ireland's National Cybersecurity Centre yesterday. It comes as a hacking group claims it has compromised documents from the department for sale. In a statement, the DFA says at this point there is no evidence of any breach, but it will continue its investigation. So. Hopefully that's not true and hopefully they haven't been breached. Uh, but that's been Tech Thursday for today. As always, you can call 069 or you can text or WhatsApp 0871669800. 
or you can email myself patrick102fm at gmail.com I'll be back with you again next week with all your tech news and answering any questions you might send in uh, thanks to all the listeners uh, thanks to my friend Jonathan as well who said he was listening in and he's been listening to a few different episodes hope you've been enjoying it and thanks for listening Jonathan uh, I'll talk to you all again next week bye bye you're listening to Tech Thursday on West Liberty 102 FM